0: get ready for the world's greatest arsenal podcast welcome to another podcast by guns and yellow ribbons enjoy the show
1: hello welcome to another episode of guns and yellow ribbons my name is fergus i am your host i'm joined by my 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 steed my best mate uh my good pal huna hilsey and we have a special guest and we've just met Because she is that special, we've made it one guest only. We've got Princess Gooner. Amanda is joining us uh, on this podcast. We're going to talk about the Leeds game last night and look ahead to Leicester game plus the general uh, Gooner chat. Um, People, uh, I am really, really delighted to have you on here. I'm a bit knackered. I've been back out on the road again and my head is frazzled from driving i think i've done nearly about seven eight hundred miles this, this this week so it's um it, it, it it's taken it doesn't take it doesn't <laughs> take much to confuse an irishman but i'll tell you what uh this is getting me um ladies first amanda how are you welcome back to the show and it's it's all for you
2: oh <laughs> hello you two hello everyone it's so nice i love this podcast it's so nice to be invited back on again
1: um, Trev. What you did take a lateral, you did take a lateral flow test before you came on here, didn't you? I did, yeah. I've got a bit of a cold, man. I'm
0: sneezing like like there's no tomorrow, but uh, I've definitely not got any COVID. I'm 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 fine, just a bit of a sniffle. But when you get to my age you have to be a bit careful, you see Fergus. I'm I'm well into my thirties now, so I have to just just take it a bit. Nineteen
1: thirties, you mean?
0: <laughs> Looking forward to this. I love I love talking to the princess. Well, actually, I like, I like listening to her because you rarely get a word in. But nevertheless, <laughs> I do I do like talking to the princess. I love you. You know I I think the world of you, princess. Aww, and, um, and
2: I do you as well, Healy. Oh, thank you, Andy. Me. That was nice.
0: Glad <laughs> to have you on here tonight, sweetheart. And uh, you can help me put up with uh,
1: with the other fellow there next.
0: With to the us. tired the tired <laughs> Irishman
2: up there.
1: The tired Irishman is going to drop his THs and everything else. It'll do like that. Honestly, it, my, my wife says to me, my Irish accent gets even stronger when I'm tired. And I'll go this, that, these and those. I, guaranteed. <laughs> um, Amanda, last time I bumped into you, you were going eating cheese and biscuits at that Man City. Um, I didn't stay to the end on that one. Uh, I left at four uh, nil, but it was great meeting you in person for the first time. Um, Cause I, I know we've spoken virtually uh, many times. Uh, we haven't seen each other at the Emirates yet this season.
2: No, no, it's really hard for us at the moment because we would literally go straight there, eat and go in the grounds. I haven't even been to any of the pubs. I haven't seen anyone, um, but we will. There will come a time that I'll be able to do it. It's just work and we've got a new puppy like Hilsey. My little yeah. puppy's 16 weeks old now, so it's not so easy to be out for hours on end. We've obviously got my son who helps with the dog, but... We get to football as long as we get there to watch the match. It just would be nice to come and see everyone in the pubs and everything. I haven't done that for a while. We will do always, that one always day. Pop,
1: always pop around and see us at half time, You know where we meet.
2: Oh my God! I'm block one ten. You're like a million miles away from me.
1: And downstairs and around a bit. Yeah, but
2: come on, tell me, are you? Think of the st- <laughs> Think of the steps. It's good. For you steps. I do. <laughs> But no, it was lovely uh, to see you at Manchester. It was it was great. And I didn't eat cheese and biscuits. I was in the posh seats, but we didn't have cheese and biscuits. We got a free drink and we played very well for six minutes. And then it was capitulation time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just a little. Listen, <laughs> listen up, uh, hark back to those times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on a seven match unbeaten run, the Mikel Arteta. Uh, last night we qualified to the Um It's Ali, isn't it? It's eight, eight now. now? It's include, eight. Include, include you yourself. are five, yes, it...
2: Fergus. It's yeah, six wins trying. and two
0: draws. She's doing okay, my so job. It... I love this. She's doing
1: my <laughs> <job>. <laughs> Oh, Christ. I'm going to get. I'm, I'm sitting I'm there thinking. It from bo-
0: it's
2: eight. It's not seven. Have I got uh, this okay.
1: wrong? <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. You got me. You got me. So, because we spoke about files. Man
2: City, that's what happened, Fergus. It okay. threw it, you, we, didn't
1: it? We got. Got through to the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup. Um, uh, we beat Leeds. Um, let's look at that game. So, that game, the lineups, first of all, Trev, what did you think of the lineups? Um, there was some uh, unusual. Uh, is unusual the right word? Um, there were, there, there, you know, would you have started Enketia over Balogun, considering the, the, the situation with uh, Balogun? And Enketia probably leaving at the end of the si- uh, at the end of the season. Would you have started Kalasniak, El Neni, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? W- what was your thoughts on that lineup?
0: I must apologise, people. Firstly, for the pronouncement of most of those names by Fergus. We all know what he means. He just gets the 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 Fergus, w- without going into the specifics of it, of, of, every, of every of every of every position, it was about the team I expected. When it comes to strength, you know, I I was honestly hoping that Arteta would go a bit stronger with his selection because we've got no Europe and we've got a week off in two weeks time. And um, I, I I honestly think that to reach a final of any description this year would do our club and more importantly, our fans, the world good. You know, so I was hoping that he'd go stronger, but he didn't. And and, and in the end, it was about the team I expected. Um and a Balogun, six or one and a half a dozen of the other. And he, he played, obviously, who he thought was going to do the job for him. And in the end, he's, he's made the right choices, hasn't he? We've won the game 2-0. Rode our luck a little bit, I thought. Relied on Leno a little bit. You know, you, you wouldn't have wanted you wouldn't have wanted someone of less experience than Leno in goal, really, last night. You wouldn't have wanted a Renarsen or somewhere like that. I think that might have made it a different game. But we didn't. We had Leno. We played all right with, with what was definitely a second-string side. And... Uh, we're through to the next round. So, what more can you ask for, my friend?
1: Hey, listen, the result is all that matters. But, um, Amanda, Smith Rowe and Klasniak are the two probably um, question marks. Uh, in Ketia, less so, maybe. But, Smith Rowe, uh, first team player who played really, really well against Villa and has played nearly every game, every minute, of every game for the, for that eight match unbeaten run. Um, and then Klasniak, a, a player that's so far on the fringe, he nearly falls off the edge of the earth. Uh, w- w- what What was your thoughts on those two?
2: It's really funny, isn't it? When When the squad comes out for any game, everyone's so critical. Well, one thing I would like to say, hi Russ, one thing I would like to say is we don't know what goes on every day of, of in the whole week before... A, Before that, sorry, before they got up to a game, we don't know who's fit, we don't know who's not, we don't know who's taking a knock, was it ill? You look, was it Maori that was going to play but caught the virus? Is 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 it Maori? Yeah, and now we know that Ben White, Ben White wasn't injured; he became ill during the game. So. Mm Yeah, so, I mean, we all thought he was injured. We were all petrified that he wasn't going to play Saturday. He's not injured because one of the journalists was tennis last night. I wasn't there last night. Um, but it was really interesting to watch it at home. When the squad came out, I was a bit concerned Smith-Rowe was playing because of Saturday. But then I mm. thought to myself, he does know what he's doing, Mikel Arteta. He's, he's not an idiot. I don't care what anyone says. He knows what he's doing. He knows what's important. Every game we play is is. Completely important. Absolutely. So I was quite pleased that the fringe players came in. And I will like to say something about these fringe players, you know, Chambers, Klasinac, etc. They never moan. You don't see them on social media being anything disrespectful. They came in and they played in the League Cup and they played well second half. First half was a little bit dire. But I was a bit concerned when I saw Smith Rowe because we just want to wrap him up in cotton wool, don't we? And we don't want him to get injured or anything like that. But, but what I would say is, is the manager? He's, he picks the team that he thinks is going to win the game. It's as simple as that. Leeds are not a, a bad side. Um, if they'd have had their scoring boots on, we, it might have been a different matter in the first half. They didn't, and mm. we were lucky. Um, so no, I, I wasn't. I, I'm not one of these that ever goes, "Oh my God, why is he not playing?" I will sit there and think okay he must be playing for a reason. We've still got to beat Leeds. You know, can you imagine if we'd have lost last night what it would have been like on social media or the journalists. They would have just wanted Arteta out straight away. So
1: uh, we've we've got some yeah. in the chat already but uh, we won't put those up just Quite now, <laughs> but but only because we're trying to be positive about a positive result and at the fact that we've moved forward in a in a cup run. I I appreciate people's opinions, but you know the first half of the game I watched uh, the first half with a Leeds fan and I when he saw his lineup, um with the exception of uh, I see a Brazilian or um with the exception one first team player. Uh, sorry, what's that, Trev? It's no good asking me, mate. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. With the exception of one first team player, that that was the strongest side they could put out, and he he had a niggle, um, and and they did give us a game, Trev, in, the, in in the first half. Um, at the end, I think the stats were about ish. 50-50 there, three shots on uh, Rafina. That's the one. Thank you, James. Um, <laughs> the, the With the exception um, of, of Rafina, they had the stronger side that they could put out. And I think the three shots on target against our one or none, depending on um, which which, uh, which uh, website you looked at. What did you make of that first half, um, Trev? Well, they came to play these, didn't
0: they? And they knew they had a chance and yeah. they... They, they they knew that if they put pressure on us, that that we were playing players that in the in the past have buckled under that pressure, you know. And unfortunately, and, and we didn't. Unfortunately, we had Leno behind them, made a couple of, of fine saves, and kept us in the game. So so yeah, I, 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 Leeds played our expected. They kept, Leeds always have a lift because they bring thousands of fans with them. Well done to all the thousands of Leeds fans that that made the trip down to the Emirates on a on a Wednesday night last night as well, you know, brilliant turn up. I hope you really enjoyed your cup final Leeds. Um, (laughs) Now we move on, you know, but it was on a serious note, they do do bring a huge support and and that's going to lift Leeds players, you know, unbelievably. We've had the Arsenal players saying to us this season about how much the improved atmosphere at the Emirates has lifted them. And it's no doubt that Leeds fans did that last night. So they came to play Leeds and they weren't scared to play. And they played up the pitch. They, they, were, they were in no way defensive. They came to beat us fair and square. And um, I don't think we rode our luck a bit second half, but first half, excuse me. But you couldn't say we were the best team because we weren't. So um, And we got to half-time, nil-nil. And uh, strangely, I think Leeds must have won the toss last night because we kicked away from the... From the north bank second half and if we win the toss we always kick towards the north bank second half i think so you know we got to half time and at half time i thought yeah i expected you know us to come on stronger in the second half like much like we did last time we played Leeds in the fa cup do you remember i mean it was worse than last night in the first half Leeds should have been gone in at half time at five nil up when we played them in the fa cup and we came out second half turned it around and nicked to one niler and I was hoping we'd do the same last night, and that's how it turned out, Fergus. No worries, second half. First half, thought we could have been one or two down at halftime, if we're honest. Second half, couldn't see us losing it, mate.
1: And if we look at that second... Even in the first half, uh, Amanda, um, the centre-backs, Ben White um, and uh, Holding, they kept on pushing forward and really trying to break the lines of the midfield. It it seemed like a really... uh, not well, a unique tactic because El Nenny and 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 Co drop back to cover their 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 positions, and there was always one centre back just trying to punch through. What what did you make of that tactic? Is is that something unusual that you've you've not seen before? And you think you know is Arteta trying to start getting a bit clever?
2: I just think he obviously looked at Leeds and thought they could do that. You could break the lines and just go for it. I mean, at one point. I think Ben was it Ben White or was he injured at that time? One of our defenders was so far up the pitch. I was like, "Okay, what's going on?" But yeah, Ben White was, was on the edge of the D. Yeah, I, yeah, it was Ben, wasn't it? I was like, yeah. "Well, I, I do like that because it gives us some, you know, what's oh, I can't think of the word. It gives us a little bit of more of punch in in midfield, and and I think what happened first half was completely different in the second half, and he obviously had words with people in the changing room and, and it completely changed second half and, and it was all us. Um, I feel that sometimes when they go on those runs, good, good on them. I'm probably a little bit, you know, like Kevin Keegan used to lo- win games four or three. I'm a bit like that. I'd rather see that. Go for it. You know, don't sit back. Don't be so cautious.
0: Who was Keegan, Princess? I can't remember Keegan. Who was he?
2: Kevin Keegan.
0: Before my time, maybe, was it? Yeah,
2: all right. Yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> Fergus, don't move on from this because Heath's point's really important. I had it in my mind. I've got it written down here to mention. it's The princess just led us into it nicely. I thought that, that holding played more in the Ben White style last night. I think maybe he's looked at Ben White and thought, I can do this. Mm-hmm. and Oh, Holding made more forward runs last night with the ball at his feet. I've probably seen him doing the whole of his Arsenal career. He did to me. He looked a different player last night, uh, Rob Holding.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, we go into the second half, uh, and um, uh, I must admit, I, we we had to substitute uh, Ben White because of. As we thought at the time was an injury, uh, but it has uh, turned out to be illness. But hopefully the guy is good enough for for um, for Leicester. It's an early kick off on on Saturday, which we'll talk about. And, and Chambers came on. And if, if if I'm honest, I looked at um, I looked and I thought, Christ, we got Chambers and Holding on the pitch. How far have we gone back? And we got Kalashniak and so on. But Holding was on 23 seconds, Amanda. 23 no, seconds. No, Chambers,
2: not Holding chambers was like on chambers. 23 you're so knackered aren't Talk. you
1: i am yeah do
2: you know what i love to take
1: over do you want to take over
2: <laughs> me and he'll just have a chat <laughs>
0: don't give me excuses it, don't give me... you know what i'm laughing here you know what i'm laughing here because i'm just watching i'm watching as we go right and and when we're on facebook we have these auto-generated subtitles don't we and even the subtitles are even now saying klasniach they're even <laughs> it's klasniach <laughs> That's oh, what you I are said.
1: Funny. Unbelievable! The so Chambers, problems, the, stop chambers. Stop the, the Fergus, so, yeah, cha- So so so, cha- so Chambers come on, uh, and 23 minutes later, uh, 23 seconds, seconds later. Oh even, my God! You uh, you know what, I need to host
2: <laughs> this tonight. You too. What you like? Yes. Right, 23 listen, seconds uh, later, he heads home from a Pepe he done assist. He did. Where's he gone? He's gone.
0: He's gone, Princess. Just talk. We can talk now. He's gone. <laughs> we can
2: just talk. Yes. So Chambers came on, and yep. well, I, I mean, I listen. We all love Chambers. So he isn't world class, absolutely not. Yeah. You know, I tell you, oh, here he's back again. Um, right. But you know what? I just, I just love the the fact that he just wants to play for Arsenal, and he, and he tries so hard. And the fact they got that goal, and. Every part of the coaching staff, the res- the the subs, the players went went for him because it was twenty three seconds. They we watched it back, didn't we? They showed us exactly that. And yes, Pepe didn't play so well yesterday, but he assisted him, so I I, I loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. To be honest,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, to be honest, I I, I thought Pepe was a, a very lame one-legged donkey myself.
0: I'm I'm. I'm I've been hopeful that Pepe is gonna gonna suddenly find his form for a long time now. But yeah. last night's performance does worry me, worry me greatly. I mean the the one time he did beat the player and looked like he was gonna run towards the box he tackled himself and fell over his own feet, didn't he? The poor the poor bloke, you know. So he's getting no run of the rubber the green, but he is worrying me, boys and girls. worrying me greatly now, Pepe. Do you know what it is?
2: Me. I think he's got it. I think he's really got it but it's just not coming out in the way we expected. But he's not getting a lot of game time as well, that he needs more consistency with him. It's always been like that. But I am concerned, you know, me and Kev stood up for him for many, many games, you know, and he has got it. But, yeah, last night wasn't very
1: good, that's for sure. No. Uh, uh, Comments like Bambi on ice, uh, you know, that, that, Nobby, Nobby's I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm,
2: I keep waiting for Pepe to hit some sort of form. I so that's exactly what I'm like.
0: You see, he's oh, made a it, good it, comment uh, there, isn't he, about the uh about the tactical coach. And I know we're going to talk about that a bit, little bit later. But uh, well, we
1: can talk. Yeah. We can talk about that now because, to be honest, um, that corner come from a set uh, that that goal come from a set piece. So you know, uh, and it's set piece, um coaching seems to have worked really well. Defensive coaching has worked really well. We don't seem to do so much of the zonal marking to the same extent as we did under Emery, uh, Freddie and Wenger. Um, Trev, you, you brought it up. Do you want to talk about it?
0: Yeah, I do. It excites me, Fergus, because every time we get a, a set piece, we, we must open a box somewhere in the tunnel. And this, this bloke jumps out and runs to the touchline, doesn't he, and, And he's the tactical coach, you know, or the set piece coach. And we've scored more goals for a set piece this season season than I can remember. And that's why they're running to him and they're celebrating. And and because, as Princess just said, I bet they said, I bet the tactical coach said to Chambers, go on there and score first touch. He's a corner. You're a big ish fella. Get your head on it. And that's exactly what he did. So our set pieces, defensively and attacking, have been totally different, much improved, much improved. I know we are now a bigger and more physical side than we have been for many, many years. So that's got to help with your set pieces, defending and attacking. But we just seem to be more organised, more confident and we're scoring goals from set pieces. I love it, mate. We're much better. Keep him there. Keep whoever this set piece coach is, keep him there. Doing doing a
1: blinding job. Amanda, what's your thoughts on, on how we've improved on set pieces? If you go back couple of seasons back, uh, we get a corner and you just go, oh, well, there's no point in even watching. Yeah, exactly. Your phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we'd always be like, oh, it's a corner. Um, I'm a little bit, yeah. I, I agree with Hilsey. And I just think gradually everything's getting better, but it's quite slow. Yeah. And the problem is a lot of fans are very impatient. And a lot of fans that don't, didn't want him in at the beginning don't want him in now. I do feel. You know, I know we said we were not going to really talk about the Arteta situation, but it, it's coming and it's gradual. You know, we could be worse. We could have Salsgar in, in in charge of us. We've got what happened on Sunday to them. You know, I just feel that everything is slightly improving, but will he be given time? I don't know.
1: Am- Am- Amanda, you look you look at the Soltar situation and and what happened to them on Sunday. <laughs> Could you see that same scenario happening to Arsenal against Liverpool? No, um,
2: because they wouldn't have signed Ronaldo. We wouldn't get someone like that. And I think he's changed it. If I'm honest, I think I don't think that was Solskjaer's choice. If I'm honest, um, and can you imagine Harry must feel being manager and you've got him there? It's very hard. Um, I don't. I, got, I don't think. I don't think he's up the to the job. Well. Sorry.
1: You got Fergie Lumen over the top it, as well.
2: Exactly, I wouldn't want Wenger sitting behind Arteta. It's, exactly. it's the same thing. I just, I just feel it's very unfair. Um, Solskjaer in charge. I mean, you know, like Man United, as we all know, is a humongous club. They have won titles after titles, and they've won the European uh, League. Yeah. It's not going to work for him. I can't believe he's still there after what happened on Sunday, and not only losing five nil. It's like us losing five nil to Tottenham. It, it, it's, I mean, I, I mean, I laughed obviously, and I've got loads of Scouse mates that were there, but I, I, I just, I look at him, and I, and I think that we are slightly lucky to have Arteta, and I feel he needs, he deserves some more appreciation than he gets. It's taken it off him because of Solskjaer. You know, we didn't do too well against Brighton or or really Palace. But we are are where we are. And I just wanted to mention this. You know, we are on the same points as United, Everton and Leicester. We're going to talk about Leicester in a second, yeah? Nine games Mm -hmm. played, four wins, two draws, three losses. That's the four of us, exactly the same. The only reason we're below all of them is because of our goal difference. That's unbelievable to have exactly the same. You know, United, Everton, Leicester and us. Now, 10 years ago, if we would have said that, we would have been disgusted, wouldn't we, that we're like, what, we're ninth, 10th? But we are where we are and we're trying to climb. And I think given confidence last night, I know we're going to talk about Eddie in a moment, but I, I think it's hard for me because I really am... a a massive supporter of Arteta. And I do believe if he's given time, we will get better. You look at what, I mean, honestly, did anyone think Solskjaer wouldn't have been gone Monday morning?
1: Uh, I, I, no. A lot, I, I, family, I,
0: a lot of my family live in the area and a season ticket holders at Man United, my, yeah. my in-laws and every one of them, every one of them thought that Solskjaer would be gone Monday morning. When they
2: Everyone. called the meeting and he was in it and then asked to leave. I thought he's gone. We're getting an announcement. Why are they keeping him?
1: Who knows? Mm. Uh, You know what? I I do think sometimes, uh, I think it's probably lining up the new manager, but without going into too much about the Oli thing, um, Trev, the last one on that one is Kai's mentioned in the chat, which I wanted to go back to, was um, Oli finished 6th, 3rd and 2nd for United, progression every season and then uh cuz season a, though. no kai is an avid um
2: uh arteta uh,
1: out arteta out sort <laughs> of guy um so you know w- 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 how do you respond to that and listen we're not trying to pick an agenda here that this is a, an arteta in no. thing i i i i personally think that arteta is okay for now i don't think it's a long term so, uh um uh, uh, solution uh, but we're in a rebuild, so that's yeah. what we need at this moment in time, Trev.
0: Oh, cheers! Chuck that like one of me. No, Kai's Kai's right, you know, Kai's. But we, 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 we can't help where we are on here tonight, Kai. You know, I've got no problem with Arteta. The Princess hasn't, and and Fergus hasn't. So that's how it's going to go, mate. I, I I understand people in in recently have um have not wanted to stick with Arteta. Some of his selections up until probably five or six games ago, baffled me week in and week out. You know, I thought, well, why, 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 why?
2: They were questionable. I can't deny it, that. Yeah.
0: They were yeah. questionable. And people had a right to, I questioned them myself. I've said it on this podcast. But having said that, what you've got to look at is that the team that, I said this before as well, the team that played against Manchester City and got beat, the back five that played in that game, none of them are now playing for the Arsenal. Week in, well, week out. Last, not, last
1: night, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm talking about our league team, Fergus, right? I'm talking yes, about the team he exactly. pulled out, his favourite team. None of that back five from that game against Manchester City play are playing in the last few Premier League games, right? The goalkeepers changed, the back four have changed, and so Arteta is thinking we need to make changes. But as the Princess just said, right, his hands are tied. He had injuries when he wanted to move forward, you know. And so, and, and he, never in a million years would Arteta have guessed that his main problem this season would be not being able to score goals. When he, his, when he got his proper back five, I'm not talking about when we got beaten heavily by Manchester City. I'm talking about he got his proper back five. We've not let him many goals since then. We've actually gone unbeaten since then. But we've drawn games, i.e. Brighton and Burnley, that if we'd have had a strike on form, and I'm being careful here because I'm not calling Aubameyang here, what have had a striker on form with a one in games. With a one at Brighton, we'd have, we'd have, it would have been a typical Arsenal hit, hit squad at Brighton. Defend, 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 defend. Crap weather, horrible day. Last 10 minutes, nick a goal. And we would have nicked a goal at Burnley as well. So you, uh, that's where Arteta has my sympathy, and that's why I'd, I wouldn't call for him to go. And you see, we're a team of ups and downs. We've got a very young squad. We've said that before. And you're not going to get consistency. But what I'm looking for is the consistency, the the, the inconsistent performances, the poorer performances to become less, and the better performances to become much more regular as this team develops. And and that is why I'm looking at I'm looking at this game against Leicester. Princess and myself spoke briefly before we came on air. This game against Leicester for me is a massive indicator of where we are because if we go on form We've had a blinding performance against Villa. We've done all right against Leeds. If we go on form, we're not going to turn up against Leicester this weekend and we're going to get beaten. It's going to be like a different side. Same players, but different side. This is where I'm looking for change. I'm looking for the consistency. I want to see us go out against Leicester this weekend. We, play like we did I, against I,
1: you know, I I I agree totally, and we'll cover that in a little bit more depth as well. And also, I want to touch on Dan Gunnings' um, uh, uh, question in there. Just finishing off on the um, the Leeds game, Eddie Inkettier, how he brought that ball down, uh, uh, Princess, was fantastic, but how he tried not to score a goal was was just unreal. I, I was on WhatsApp chat and Big Steve a uh, friend of the show as well came along went excellent finish and I'm sorry Steve I'm calling you out I did I did last week a couple of times on a, a few things but it's all uh, it's all you know it's all friend friendly but you said excellent finish and it, it wasn't an excellent finish it was a great 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 control of the ball great you know uh ingenuity to try and get into that position but Christ did he try and mess it up
2: well, I thought it was a good finish <laughs> I didn't didn't see it like that. I mean, it took ages to go in, and I was like, Eddie Enketi has scored just. But I didn't think it was a bad finish at all. I, I'm really I'm really pleased for him because he works third, really hard. Gum.
1: I thought the third blade blade on the grass, uh, blade of grass on the pitch got an assist because the ball <laughs> was gone everywhere, it came off his shin and uh, Trev. What focus. did you think of that?
0: You don't read it right, Fergus. You don't read the game right. You see, you saw that defender coming, <laughs> so he shinned it with a bit of spin on. Which took it round and it it the far went in the far post, didn't it? Fantastic, well planned. If you know it a bit nice. tired, the defender might have blocked it. You know, absolute rubbish. He, he he brought it down brilliantly, and he nearly messed it up, didn't he? But he sheared yeah. it in. It don't matter, you know. In it all counts. Went. You know what we've not talked about, though, Ferg, mate, and, and protest. We're not talked about it, is that you know the first goal, right? I had no idea that goal line technology was in use. And I'm sitting there thinking about 10 seconds, 15 seconds later, he's not give that. He's not give that. He's not give that. And of course, suddenly he pointed at his watch and gave it. But I didn't have a clue that goal line technology... what
1: what, what's not in use at that stage of the the competition is VAR, but goal line technology is available on all um, uh, leagues. That's
2: standard, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's standard. So it's the VAR is not available lower down the leagues, that's all.
2: So what happens is what well, something beeps on his watch or in his ear. He's got a
1: watch. They got they oh, got, got a hawkeye right. on they got you know all those little white cameras you see that funny yeah. dodgy cameras right around the stadium just underneath all the club level. Right. They're pointed towards the goal. There's seven cameras on it on on the goal line. So it's interesting, the, isn't it?
2: Because obviously watching it at home, you can't tell if it's in, but the reaction of the Arsenal players, I knew it was in. Because everyone went mental, didn't they? Everyone said it's in. And you would not have got that reaction. So I wasn't worried at all. As soon as he went like that and he stopped, I knew it was going to be called. And then obviously it was way over, wasn't
1: it? To be honest, he he took his time on the watch because the watch is meant to be instant. So I I don't know. Um, Listen, another player that we haven't touched on uh, before we move on from that game is Martinelli. Martinelli um, didn't... Didn't have a fantastic game. Uh, was he played? I'll, I'll go to you, Amanda, first of all. Was he played in his best position? Would you, you, How how did you get the better best out of Martinelli? For, for me, and I'll, I'll just say my position on him, I don't think he's getting enough game time. And then when he did mm. get brought on the other night against Palace, he was left uh, stranded and not assisted by any of his players on the pitch. So I feel a little bit sorry from then. But he was given the opportunity last night. And he didn't really grasp it, did he?
2: So against Palace when he came on, I watched him and no one passed to him. And I could see him screaming <laughs> at the team for the ball. Uh, and I was, he was I in was, re- I was there as well. Yeah. So you know <laughs> what I mean, Fergus, don't you? And I was watching it yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. What why are they not passing to him? What's going on here? He was screaming, he was in great positions. I noticed that. But he does need, as uh, Zam has just said, Samir, he does need a run of games. And what? And this is the only question I've got with Arteta is Abamyang. It's very hard, isn't it? Because he has started to score a little bit. But I do feel that I don't know. I I think if you look to Martinelli last night, you think he, this is why he's not playing because he's not good enough. Where Where do you think his best position is, Ferg? What
1: well, uh, I I. I is he out in the wing but if he, the problem is i think the, the problem you've got with um Martinelli and Aubameyang is they cross over and clash with each other so yep. um if you've got Martinelli i think he's great in the he's better in the center than Aubameyang is but if you put him in if you put Mart if you put Aubameyang in the center then you get a better Martinelli and Aubameyang's not good enough in the center yeah. and that, that that's that's my thoughts
2: what about you, Hilsey?
0: What, Martinelli's best position? Love when
1: she takes over hosting. Oh, on the Sorry. bench. So powerful. <laughs> no, that's right. It's all, right. all right. I'm joking.
0: <laughs> I'm just so used to... You can't help
1: it. I did the same on I others. never hosted
2: much before anyway, as you know, but I did way before the hybrid squad.
0: <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> oh, Martinelli's best, best position at the moment on the bench because he can't play on the same side as Aubameyang. He, no. he, he's too similar. Um, I loved... The setup with Laka playing just behind Alabama I really did, and we've tried that before and it didn't work, you know. But I'm thinking when we tried it before, we didn't have Saka and Emil Smith Rowe feeding, you know, and and I thought it worked really well with Saka. And it, oh, he's gone again, Princess. It's much nicer when. It's Is <laughs> <laughs> he's here, but he's not in the video, or whatever. <laughs> Come on, No, I like it with a, a Saka and a Millsmith row playing with with Lac as a ten just behind Albro. I, I enjoyed watching that formation. I enjoyed it very much. Um, I, I love Laka, it. Yeah, I do, Princess. I just wish, right, because I love his attitude. I just wish he was about six inches taller, because I think he would then be your perfect centre forward. You're perfectly centre forward. I just want him to be, have a bit more size about him, but he's tr- when he comes on, he just tries, Princess. He never stops trying. His effort levels, and that's all I ever ask for. You Incredible. Know? So, I like that. I really like that. Do you know? Like, do you know
2: what we need, Hilsie? We need the mix of a Bamiang and Lacazette. We'd have a world class player.
0: Yeah, we would. Could you we imagine? Would. Do you know what, Princess? I think that take 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 Lacazette out of it for a minute because I've been screaming out for us to buy. A big bulky centre forward, you know what I mean—a big lump, big scary lump. You Calvert Lewin or, or, or something of that like, you know, a big fella. And I think that Yang could still play in that side with that type of centre forward, and it may even make Yang a better player because you'd have this great big bloke in the box or holding the ball up, which Yang doesn't get at the moment. And all he needs is the layoffs, offs Yang, to come in. He loves coming in from wide. So yeah, I. I like I like lacquer in the side, but I think we could get better and younger maybe. So, be careful what I say, because I don't want anyone to think I'm having a lot of lacquer. And what he has said again, the kids love lacquer. Oh, they
2: do. He's the glue with the kids, I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, the kids love playing with him. I can remember an, a, an mm. interview that Gary Neville did. We
1: played Leeds, by him. the way, Jimmy Savile.
0: Gary mm. Neville. Sh- Burgers, stop it. Gary, Gary Neville did an interview with Smith Rowe last season, you know, and he was fishing for some answers and Smith Rowe just said, I love playing with Lacazette. It, it just, it's just that experience that I need. Brilliant. Fantastic. Yes, yeah, so, Sorry, what... just
2: talking about Smith Rowe, um, Friday night, I'm assuming you two were at the game against Villa. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. See, I wasn't very well. It's the first game I've missed in so many years, but I just didn't feel up to it. So I watched the whole program from seven o'clock all the way through, right to the very end to half past ten. It was so enjoyable because I'll tell you something, I think Jamie Carragher is absolutely in love with Emil Smithrow. He 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 I can't explain if you haven't seen the program how yeah I how watched. intricate he was about talking about Smith-Rowe and how excited he is about him as a player. And it was yeah. so interesting. It was like he was playing for Liverpool, Smith Rowe, because the way he was talking about him. And then afterwards, with the when you wouldn't have seen it post match, the interview with Smith Rowe, yeah. we are so lucky to have Emil Smith Rowe. Oh, the I, I
1: red and white thrown through. I isn't don't it? think
2: people really, really understand. You know, I saw people criticizing him a few weeks ago. I can't understand it. I, I I won't, I just can't. Yeah. But but the program was so, so interesting. And they talked to Arteta after as well. But beforehand, um, Clive of Clive, I can't remember his A- AFC, and Gunnerblog Blog were interviewed as well with Pippa from AFTV in the marble halls. And I, saw I that, had, yeah. It was so fabulous. And the reason I, I'm just saying this is we don't get to see that when we're at the Emirates. We just get to see the game, come home quick and watch the highlights or something. But, but being at home watching it, of course I wanted to be there. I wasn't well enough, so I sat and watched it. I really, really enjoyed the programme. But... But they were raving about Smith Rowe and, and never was as well. And yeah, it was such, it was so I, lovely I, to watch.
0: Princess, I watch I'll tell you what I, I normally do when I've been to a game the following morning, I watch it back on the missus tapes here and I watch the full game back. But
2: yeah,
0: I started watching tapes the build-up. Normally I fast forward and I thought, exactly. hang on a minute, they're being nice here about, about Arsenal. And so I watched it all. And I watched the match oh, yeah. interviews. And And it's a great indicator of where we are, you know, because Neville and Carragher being really nice about the Arsenal has never been heard of. Carragher was
2: raving about us. And also, Neville said about Arteta, didn't he? Maybe I was wrong um, to to jump so quickly. Um, But we're very lucky to have ESR and Saka. We we are. And I I just wish... All Arsenal fans would come together. It don't matter if we, you want him out or in. We just want Arsenal to win. Every single game, that, that's it. And it was just lovely to hear.
0: If any Arsenal fan wants Smith-Rowe out, or Fergus, listen. Two seconds,
1: Trev. Two seconds. It's angry If any Arsenal fan...
2: He's tired, Hillsy. Leave him alone. (laughs)
1: I'm I'm temperamental now as well. He's got it it, 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 (laughs) it, It's only because um, the way that Amanda mentioned, like people wanting Arteta out and uh, people uh, talking about Smith Rowan saying how poor he was. Yes, people talked about other players, including Pepe and Martinelli on social media. Uh, Pepe and Martinelli didn't have the best games going. ESR, uh, you know, he was played in, as I now find, because uh, you told us uh, from uh, listening on, on um, Sky Sports that he was played because there was other players that were real. But social media and, and, and the way that the, the social media plays a role against building uh, this hatred against players and building this hatred against managers and so on, there's, there's got to be something done about it, Trev, hasn't there? i
0: uh- I don't think that
1: yet I
0: mean social media does need to clean its act up or some of the stuff, but I don't think anyone's been really horrible about Smith Row, but they no. have said something that shocked me, you know, some things that have shocked me. And to be honest with you, all if, if you're if you're making a judgment on Smith Row, just take yourself back to when you was in your late teens, early twenties, and tell me there wasn't a time when you went to work or or you went out and and didn't perform to the best of your ability or had a bad day because of a bit of inexperience and you learnt from that and you never did it again. That's what Smith rowes doing now. He's gonna have games where he don't show up so much. He's gonna come up against world-class players that are gonna possibly play him off the park at times. But Smith rowes gonna learn from that and he's yeah. gonna come back better, as we're seeing now. It's absolutely a class act now. Five years' time, oh, the world's his oyster. Oh, You've absolutely. Got a- I'd give him a chance well,
1: tomorrow. Him, him and Saka, him and Saka. they like the, the world will be their lo- uh, their lobster, as I, as I use as a phrase. <laughs> I say um, that. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's an Essex thing, I think. Um, the, uh, the the player who I also criticised heavily and have done, I'm not a big fan, had a really good game. Um, on some social media uh, uh, platforms, he was voted man of the match. Uh, some went for Maitland-Niles, some f- went for Leno. Um, Leno had a great game. Maitland-Niles had a solid game. Um, Amanda. Uh, your thoughts on both of those players as we finish up on the the Leeds game and off off those two players are somebody else. Who would you put as man of the match?
2: Oh, mine was Ainsley, but Leno came a close second. I love the fact that he came out and played so well, considering, you know, he was first choice. Now he's not first choice. Came out, played very well. Did save us a bit, actually. Um, Ainsley Maitland-Knowles was my man of the match. And I, I just felt he played so well last night. So commanding. I do like him as a player. I wish we could fit him in somewhere, but so be it. But yeah, mate Ainsley Maitland-Niles.
1: Trev, your thoughts on those two players? I know we we chatted briefly uh, earlier today on and and you know you know my feelings on Leno. I I was one of the very early critics of Leno uh, in his great shot uh, shot stopping, but he uh, his distribution and his. Um, his punching onto the penalty spot always frustrated me heavily yeah. um yeah. I thought he had a great game made some great saves uh, one particular in the first half where I thought oh Christ that's a goal um uh, but who would you who would you rate higher him Maitland niles Eddie and Kettier for getting that goal for pulling the ball out oh, of the air
0: right at the top of the show right at the very top of the show princess was talking about how these players that have been dropped that we have not heard from them they've not been screaming and shouting and making a noise they've just they've just taken what they've got to take and doing their best and i thought the leno and maitland niles in particular and, and some of the others last night you know you can you can say kalazin he and we know he's not very good but he's never moaned never made a noise same with eddie you know so I was really pleased with the way the effort from them last night because they're not forced to make that effort. You know, they could get the sulks and just turn off. I thought the Maitland-Niles had a brilliant performance, but I just gave it to Leno, and I gave it to Leno because he's got the most to lose. He's an international goalkeeper for Germany, and he's lost his place in his team, and he's got a lot to lose. And he went out last night, and and he could have been could have gone two ways. It could have been don't give a damn, or it could have been I'm going to put myself in the shot yeah. You. And he certainly put himself in the shot window last night. And much as I said about holding, playing like white, I thought that Leno's passing the ball out from the back was a lot better last night. He played that straightforward ball up the field, you know, it not to he the did. wide, to the middle, to feet. I thought he played that really well. And his all-round game looked really good. So, for me, it was Leno. It was just Leno last night, mate.
1: Okay. Um, so... We're into the quarter final. The draw is at ten thirty on Saturday. The weird times for this draw um um, um in the Caribou Cup is, is What, ten thirty in the morning? Yeah. Ten thirty in the morning before oh. the, before two hours before the Leicester game. Uh, we find out who we got in the quarterfinals. Um I don't know. We got Chelsea, we got the, the, there's a few um it, it, well, you got the chances of uh Burnley or Tottenham, um, Leicester are winning at the moment against Brighton. you got Liverpool, Preston, North End. you got Brentford, Stoke City, West Ham, Man City. Uh, and uh, then yesterday uh, there was ourselves. Uh, uh, Chelsea went through and Sunderland went through. Um, if you were to choose between um, Chelsea, Sunderland... And uh, the other teams are listed uh, who are... Preston in play, play Liverpool
2: tonight, don't they? Yeah,
1: it's nil, yeah, nil, nil Prince. Princess, Yeah, yeah it's nil-nil oh. as we stand. Yeah. Who oh. who would you want in the next round then? Princess first, ladies first as always, because we're polite in this. Uh, well,
2: when oh, when uh, our game finished, it went straight on to Chelsea, Southampton, the penalties and everything. And as, they, as Chelsea won it, I looked at my other half and went, we're going to get the Chavs. I can just see it. We're going to give the Chavs, but like Zemir, funny enough, I'd love to get Spurs because <laughs> I think it would just be amazing. I, th- I think we all really want Spurs. I mean, yeah. But I don't want Liverpool, uh, definitely, or trip. Chelsea. I don't want them.
0: Well, do you know, Fergus, we'll be all right on Saturday watching the draw because we'll be in a boozer in Leicester for Saturday morning, won't we? And we can watch it. <laughs> and the street, but I'll be early a morning. Diet Coke, I'm driving. Time. Well, you can buy me a pint of Guinness and I'll drink yours for you then. Uh, do you know what that I really happen. fancy? I don't want to draw Spurs because I want to meet we've never met Spurs in a cup final. I'd love to meet No no Spurs.
2: no, we can't do that. Oh, no, Hillsey no,
0: never. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. I wanna turn them over in a final. I want to turn them no, over. No, the... never. Never meet... in my
2: lifetime or your lifetime. Well, nineteen seventy one. No, it wasn't even then, was it? We won the double at them. No, I never, ever, ever.
0: Yeah, I, I, I swear,
2: I don't think I'd—I don't know if I'd be able to go to a final or not if we played Spurs.
0: Really, God, I couldn't wait. I'd be there like a shot. But I'd really like—I've—I've I've not been for years, so I, I fancy a trip
1: to Sunderland next
0: round. Sunderland, I've Norway, never been. A nice it, year, it, it, it's going to gotta the 20, it's be the twenty. It's
1: going to be the twenty-first or twenty-second of December. So what's that? That's uh, oh mid-week. my, is it? Yeah, yeah.
0: A couple of days before Christmas. Well, it's interesting because we're meant to have. Um Leeds away on the twentieth, aren't we? Well, that'll change yeah. then, won't it?
1: Eighteenth. We've booked the hotels as well, Trev. Is it, oh,
0: have I booked the wrong date again?
1: I no, did that. It's before. the eighteenth. What? If, the 18th. I, I don't know what. You, I'm not going to look. at Who are Spurs right
2: playing? Now. Are they playing tonight in the league?
1: Burnley, Burnley away. So they're going to lose.
2: They probably lose, <laughs> won't they? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And that will lead us into something that we want to talk about, don't we, Fergus? About them well, everywhere this, they go. This,
0: you two, wait I a did, minute. You've got to let me in here. Oh, go, in on he a, go on, Hilsey. Oh, go on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've got to put my foot down. Listen, <laughs> I don't want Spurs to get to the final. I want them to lose every game they play, right? But if I the, the one thing i like, there's two things I want to see in my lifetime. I want to see us win the Champions League, which I can't see happening now. I think we had our chances. But secondly, I want us to speak, beat Spurs in every single game possible. And if that happens to be a final, then so be it. I'll take it every day, you know. But don't take me wrong. I don't want Spurs to get to the final. But if, ideally, I'd love to see us beat them in a final. Yeah, go away, really
2: you. I couldn't yeah. cope with them in a final. Walking oh, i sick.
1: Loving. So, so uh, uh, Hillsy wants Spurs, and you want Chelsea. Did you say? Or
2: no, no. Um, you expect Tottenham. Chelsea. <laughs>
1: Um, myself i i I wouldn't mind if if west ham can beat man city that takes them out of the man city cup which it has been for the last three or four years i wouldn't mind man city away um sorry um west ham away i told you i'm tired and um what's that
0: you're just being selfish because it's a short journey for you yeah Yeah, i wouldn't mind west ham away
2: about 20 oh, minutes yes,
0: exactly
1: <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> i could jump in the tube i could jump in the tube 25 minutes i well less than that 20 minutes we're walking 35 minutes perfect listen guna ross puts a good question uh, in in the chat he says how good is the atmosphere um why is the atmosphere so good um at home now um but spin it we, we'll talk about that and we have talked about that in a few of the other podcasts um but one topic that was given to me by Nick Birch on, on Facebook uh, before was, why do we sing um, so many Tottenham songs? In particular, stand up if you hate Tottenham. Uh, what do you think of Tottenham? Uh, Tottenham get battered. I quite like that one, actually, because yeah. it's, it's, it's quite current. And and it, 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 I like that everywhere they go, it goes <laughs> around the ground and so on. I, 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 I do quite like that. Uh, but why are we singing so many Tottenham songs? when we're playing Crystal Palace, when we're playing Villa. Are we going to answer Guna
2: Ross's question or are we going to start doing we, it we, no, we,
1: we, We're going to answer the, question, the, the topic about the Spurs song and then we'll go into the atmosphere there afterwards. So we will do Guna Ross's. OK,
2: so the Spurs thing is probably more because we beat them. OK, and they're just, they're our rivals. Interestingly, I've always had this chat with my northern friends, City, United, Liverpool. They don't get it. They wouldn't sing about another team, well, my Liverpool lot, unless they were playing them. So they never understood. And I said, well, we always have. Funny enough, what Heath has just said, because we always have. is exactly right. It's something when I went mid-70s, the late uh, late 70s, we had always sung about Tottenham. We never sung about anybody else unless we were playing them. And it is true. It's because we hate them. Um, I don't like the stand-up if you hate Tottenham because I can't be asked to get up. I just want to watch the game. Um, I I don't think we've seen too many songs, but I just think we should stick to one, which is they get battered everywhere they go because it's brilliant.
1: Sorry, uh, I, I chucked myself out of the studio for a second. Go on, go on, Trevor. What's your thoughts on. on that then?
0: Well, uh, Fergus, you know, my fawning, mate, I find
1: it boring and annoying. No, I. I... I wouldn't mind them singing, And and, and you do do verbally uh, express that, especially outside block five.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, Palace at home, I'd had a few beers, right? And there was a group of lads standing behind us, wasn't there? And for about the 10th time in about five minutes, one of them shouted out, what do you think of Tottenham? And I I just turned around and I said, mate, knock it on the head. (laughs) We're playing Palace. It's getting a bit much now, you know what I mean? I don't mind us singing about Tottenham every game. But not every minute of every no. day. You know, do it once again. we're not done,
2: you know. Sorry, terrible. sorry, Hilsey. Well, well we we they're... haven't got many decent songs. That's the problem. When you listen to other clubs, they have. And we don't have many decent The Vieira was one of the best ones, wasn't it? You know, but we just don't have that many decent songs, really.
1: And to With, answer we... Guna Ross's question, what about the atmosphere? Why has it improved? We have uh, uh, talked about it uh, several times before, so Guna Ross, really and truly, you need to go back to our back catalogue to find out the um, the answer to your question. But for you, because you're back, watch us again. We we, we will discuss it. And I think um, the reason some of it is is some of the old timers, uh, and I don't include Trev in this because uh, he's he's stuck with us. Some of the old timers um, who've had their the bencher tickets and the season tickets over the over the years have for whatever reason be it due to COVID, due to f- affordability or due to just apathy um surrendered their uh, season tickets for a year or permanently uh there's many new um one-year season tickets uh, with the priority bumped up the list and they're joining in the north bank upper uh, amanda it's right above your head and, and ours the north bank upper i've never heard it so so lively in 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 all my 11 years of being a season ticket at the at the stadium. Love. And I think, I, I think, sorry, you come in two seconds. I, I think it's also, there's a, an element of the COVID and not being back and so on. But it's, it's also a little bit of siege mentality as well. Go on, Amanda.
2: Well, I do think a lot of it is COVID and the fact that we took it all for granted and then it was taken away from us for a very long time. We've all gone back and the team... I think a lot of it is because we want to sort, support the team. If you noticed last night, there was a lot of kids in there last night. It changes the atmosphere so much better. Um, I sit East Stand Upper, so I didn't notice the North Bank Upper, but I noticed the East Stand Upper was singing, and we don't often do that. You know, some of us do, but not a lot. And and you find that, I think we're trying to get behind the team. The atmosphere is definitely better all the way all the way around the, the ground. Um, the stadium, sorry. And I just feel that maybe we're just trying to support the team a little bit more. It does help. We need to be the 12th man all the time. We need to be the 12th man. Um,
1: we've, we've not been, I personally we've, feel we've not been the most vocal I ex- side in the world, have we?
2: No, never. But, but we're starting to get a little bit more, you know, I remember being at you know, you were in the city end. I was to the left of you and I, you did, You lot didn't stop singing. It was unbelievable. And we were losing. We were terrible. So, I mean, I, I away games is is phenomenal. It doesn't stop the whole time. It doesn't stop, even if we're losing or winning. But I do feel COVID's got a lot to pay, uh, a, lot, a lot of the reason why. I sit there sometimes and I'm so excited to be back that I start singing a lot more than I used to. So it could be that reason.
1: Trev, your thoughts on it I know we've touched on it before so briefly because yeah. I want to do the Leicester game and 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 some other bits. But yeah. well,
0: Ferguson I think it's a mixture of a few things you know we've covered a lot of them but there's no doubt you know they say that fans lift players but you know players lift fans as well you know. Yeah. Players lift fans Ferguson and and this season in particular we've got we've now got a few players that really give you the feeling they're playing for the shirt they want to be out there you know Ramsdale yes. Gabriel And then we've got the youngster Smith-Rowe, when he celebrates his goal. My God, is he happy at scoring for the Arsenal, Smith-Rowe. Saka, Laka, we've got these players now that are showing real heart and real passion for our football club. And that lifts the fans, you know. Yeah, there you go. Exactly that, you know. Exactly that. And
2: of course, doesn't even then, look like him in that picture.
0: No. But then you've got the added compliment of the fact that beers are two for one before the game, so everyone's yeah. suffering a lot more. Although that's stopped now. Last night was the last night. So there's no more two for one beers before games, I've been told. But it's, I mean, all the things you just said, plus the fact the players are lifting the fans, you know. and Who's not going to... When did you last see us? Like, we tore Tottenham apart in the first half. We tore Villa apart in the first half. We've not had football like that to cheer for a long time, you know. Of course, going, it's going to raise the fans, you know. It's going to raise the fans. And what the- Princess said about the away support is exactly right. I go to nearly every away game is, you know, and we're never short of a noise, always making a noise.
1: Trev, uh, I agree totally. And, and, and you know, you talk about first half performances, but I think those first half performances are getting extended further. Uh, we touched on it about the Villa performance uh, in comparison to the Tottenham performance. The Tottenham performance we performed for 35 to 45 minutes, uh, the Villa performance. um against a better performing side because i thought villa were better than tottenham uh, we performed for 75 85 minutes uh so you know it's good to see that moving on to leicester it's a massive game when it comes as to judging that progress yeah. um you know uh trev we're, we're up there uh i'm i'm meeting you thankfully you, you sorted me out a ticket and uh we're meeting up with a few of the lads It's an early kickoff. Um, You'll be drunk before the draw starts. Uh, You know, um, (laughs) we'll watch the draw.
0: I won't be. I'm not starting too early, right? I'm getting a Weatherspoon's in Leicester at nine a.m. All right, nine a.m. Nine a.m. for the draw. I'll be be in Weatherspoon's in Leicester. The call exchange, I think it's called. I'm having a big. I'm having a big Weatherspoon's breakfast to line the stomach and a couple of pints of Guinness. Then hopefully by that time, my good friend Fergus will be there and a few others who will be there for the early kick-off. Um, it is, Fergus, Leicester for me this week, is, it's a great game to judge our progress. You know, Leicester are a decent side, but they're not a side we shouldn't be beating if we play to our best form. Now, if we go as we, as we have done in the past, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, we do we not turn up against Leicester. You know, so what I need is to see us actually turn up, play our best football, and if we do that, right, we don't lose to Leicester. If we turn up and play, like if we play the same team against, that we did against Villa, Laka and Albert through the middle, and Saka and Smith throw up the wings, what are we doing when we do that? When we, I've got no room for Pepe in my side. I've got no room for Odegaard in my side. But when we play Saka and Smith throw out wide, and Lacquer and Albert through the middle. We've got three points where we can drive up the field. In, in years gone by, we've either been good on the left or good on the right, you know. But now, teams, when we're all playing like that, they don't know how to defend against us because the threats are all over the park. And that's what I want to see this Saturday from the Arsenal. I want to see the same side, the same effort. And and if we play it to our best, we'll beat Leicester. I'm confident of it. But we've got to play to our best.
1: Amanda... Trevor talks about inconsistencies. Um, you know, we've got players that are developing along the way. And uh, Trevor mentions if we go along our normal form, we have an an OK game, a good game, an OK game, quite good game, and then an awful game. And we're due an awful game against Leicester. Oh, that. um no, no 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 but I'm just I'm I'm trying yeah, to no. like put what Trevor's trying to say and I'm also trying to get into the the thing about the inconsistency we're starting to gain some consistency we're starting to see we had poor performances before um but w- w- we're seeing fewer poor performances as the players develop uh, and and how do you see how do you see like 12:30 kickoffs are always I was just awful. about to say anyway.
2: Always awful. Yeah. I, think
1: gonna get, I think we're going to get. I drab. think. I think
2: it'll be a dull, drab two-all draw. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, one one-all draw, not two-all. Yeah, I, I mean, they they've not been good this season. Lester. not like they have been over previous you- seasons, but. But it's they, going to make they, a they, massive sorry, difference. Amanda,
1: just, just to, to pump in on there, you, you said they've not been good. They, they were fantastic against Palace in the first half, and then Palace came back and should have won uh, in the second half because I watched that game. Then Man United, they come along and the following uh, week, went and they beat Man United 4-2, I think it was. Um, Man United are inconsistent as well. Exactly, so There's you a can't. lot of inconsistent uh, teams out there. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, carry on. I just want to... No, no, I, I'm in.
2: just... I'm worried about Saturday for a start. 12.30 kickoff. that's all I'm going to say. We, we're never that good. If it was at the Emirates, I think we'd have more of a chance. I do believe that... Um, we're slightly improving. They're not as good as I remember them, as I'm going to say, but we're on the same mm. points. same Everything the same with them at the moment. We need to beat them. We need to come out firing big time. Uh, I still think it's going to be one all, though. I don't think it's going to be a great match. I never like half-past-twelves with anyone anyway. I,
1: I don't like them. The fact I'm driving up and uh, I'll have a pint and he'll probably... Screw me over for about four pints. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's obviously going to be painful, but um, yeah, uh, Trev. The, the inconsistency and the consistency and uh, the, the, the the improvement of these players, the lack of um, the, the, the We've got less poor performances and more better performances. What's your thoughts on all that sort of concept? I think that I think that the back five is key. We
0: keep this back five together and then the inconsistency will start to disappear naturally because they're much better defenders than we've had. Not, not not saying that what we've had in the past has been terrible, but I think this group of players is better. And what's important is that, and I'm banging on about it for a long time, is that he now seems to have got a settled back five. The last few games he's played, this, apart from the cup game, obviously, he's played the same back five. And I'm a massive believer that Defenders improve if they play together as a unit. Arsenal have shown that in the past. So, I think that's that's the starting point. We've got that back five out against Leicester. We're halfway there to improving the consistency as it is. So, it's a 12.30 30 kickoff. And do you know what? The thing that's in my mind the most is nothing to do with the football. It's the fact that I've got to be up at quarter past five in the morning to get to <laughs> Vegas, You know? It's
2: but, so funny.
0: You know, but what we do is we do it because we're Arsenal fans. And yep. We like to watch our team. So, we do it. And and it won't come hard. The back five will be fine. I, I, I think that if we play, if we play Lukonga and Party with Smith Smithrow and Saka, I honestly think we win the game. I honestly think we win the game. It won't be easy because Leicester are not a bad side. But I I fanciest for a win on Saturday. But then again, that don't mean a lot, does it? Because I always fanciest for a bloody win. So stick um,
1: your neck out and give me a scoreline then.
0: For I can't see. I don't want. I, I can't see Leicester scoring. I hate Vardy scoring against us. Can't see Leicester scoring. I can see us two 0 Hmm.
1: Okay. Amanda, you went one one. Is that what mm. you're sticking with? Yeah. Only because of the I'm
2: time and everything. I just we don't play yeah. well at that time.
1: Um. I. I I'm. I'm going. I've gone 2-1 to the Arsenal, heart, not head. Uh, but to be honest, you can't call it. Um, listen, we're going to bring this uh, more or less to a wrap where we are. Uh, the Leicester game is our 10th game in the league. Mm. It's normally the point that uh, you would say, judge me after, like judge me in May, judge me after the 10th game. You get a, a, a clear steer for where your season is is going to go. Um, Amanda, you're not going to be on probably next week or you may well be. It depends if you're available. But where, where would you see us finishing this season?
2: Oh, that's a oh, hard one, Fergus. Wow, Fergus. Oh, sorry. Fergus, it's bloody October. You <laughs> oh, asked me in about April. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't possibly say. Sorry. I, I'd hope for full for fifth because I'm quite positive, but I can see 6th or 7th. But really, ask me March, April time. Well, we, we,
1: we, we will do, we will do, but the 10th game is normally the barometer. And it's only is because it? of, yeah, yeah, normally the 10th game, you can get a feeling how your season is going.
2: No, because Arsenal sometimes are crap for that till December and then brilliant from Jan or vice versa. So...
1: I'm, I'm not. I'm not just talking Arsenal. I'm just talking about general football. If you if you look at the league, you can get, look at Brighton, when the top four West Ham could have been top of the league if uh, they'd won one other game, uh, the other uh, in in the, that top eight, uh, to, uh, that that first nine games. So you know, West Ham are never going to win the bloody league. in oh, while Trevor's, they've alive. done
2: well the last few seasons, though, haven't they?
1: They have. Did we say they
0: that didn't we say that
2: about Leicester a few I'm years I'm such a freak, in, you know it. Yeah, but so would it be if West Ham won
0: it, you know? Look.
1: If, right? if West
2: Ham won it, I'd have to emigrate as well.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> could a... you imagine it around here? No. What? What? what, what, what? We won the World, Cup. We, we won the World <laughs> Cup. we won the league.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You'll we'll
1: reclaim the World Cup.
0: <laughs>
1: Fergus, oh, dear. Listen, um, Amanda... He's right. He's going to go again.
0: The princess is right. It is too early to judge the season. It's too early.
1: I've got to take sides
0: with her. It's too early to to judge the season. Before you move on and start closing us off, I've got a couple of things. Firstly, I want to thank someone briefly. (laughs) All right, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You're coming up later. Shush up now. (laughs) Seaborn, a good friend of mine at the Arsenal, South African lad, makes his own biltong. And I said jokingly, Ed, can I have some of your biltong? And he bought me some last week. And by God, it's good biltong. But he puts all this chili on it. Ed, next time I'll have some more, but a little less chili, a little <laughs> less chili, please, mate. <laughs> and secondly, Fergus, something, I, I, and and I just want to discuss this with a princess, right? Because she she's quite level-headed, and I want to I want to get her opinion because we've won these games, and and Zach has been out injured, right? right? Xhaka's been out injured. What happens when he's fit again? Where does he go? What what do we do? Because I, I can't make my mind up. The the Xhaka that played against Tottenham, I want playing in my football team. But the Xhaka that's played in all the other games around now, I don't want in my football team. So what happens? Does he come back in, Princess? Does he, does he sit on the sidelines? In your opinion, is he good enough?
2: But weirdly, I still feel we miss him. The, 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 the Xhaka that played against Tottenham. And the Xhaka oh, that plays well with party. I still I still feel we miss him. Um, does he come straight back in? I don't know. And it depends what time uh what game we're playing next, doesn't it? Um when he's fit. I don't even know. But does he change a winning formation? He has to I don't know, Hilsey. I I winning? feel like yeah. he should come yeah. back in.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. you're reading my mind now, because does he does he change a winning formation? This this is where I was heading because We've got two formations that I like to see us play at the moment, right? We play we play either Party and Lakonga next to each other or 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 Lekonga drops out and we play two we play like ESR and, and Odegaard to a little bit deeper to make like a, a, a one in midfield well a three but with two slightly in front of yeah. party. And that's the two formations I like to see at the moment. And and I'm just thinking, does does Jack does Xhaka and I'm not calling Xhaka out here, I've done that enough in the past. I don't need to do it now. But does Xhaka upset that Apple cart when he comes back? Is there pressure on Arteta to think I've got to play him or or, or does Arteta stand firm and say no, you sit on the sidelines for a bit because we're winning games? It's gonna be interesting when he's fit, you know. I think
2: he'll do that, Hilsey. I think he will be a sub and probably come on if we need him. Um but it does depend who we're playing.
1: I yeah. I I I don't I don't think you can have him as a, a starter now. Uh although I think if he didn't get injured um he probably would have been a starter. Mm. Um I, I I think now if you can keep party fit which is a, a conundrum in itself uh uh you got Laconga who bar the palace game has been outstanding in every game he's played. Um forward forward thinking forward passing um it was amazing to actually to watch last night the 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 El Nenny just passing the ball backwards, sidewards and it was just it was yeah. dire to watch in that first half. And I, I don't want to see that again. And if if Arteta wants to stay in the position he's in and if Arteta wants to gain the the, the haters back, well then he's got to drop um uh, uh Shake, in my view and uh he's got to have more forward thinking players in the likes of uh Lekonga and so on. Um like Dan Gunning's quite true the, the cup of Nations is coming up and, and we will lose some players yeah true the African cup of nations. Yeah so th- 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 we need th- him fit for place... them. Th- th- when
0: we <laughs> lose Pepe? will we lose Pepe? Yeah. Oh damn
1: <laughs> but we but but we lose we we it, it, technically speak we lose Pepe uh we lose Alba um uh, Alba uh, uh we lose La Conga and we lose when is it
2: January um, isn't it party? normally
1: January yeah it's three weeks in January and and some of us over the FA Cup third round so you can do a bit of squad rotation so yeah. um yeah but Nonetheless, it depends how far, the, how far each club progressed. They could be gone for 10 days, which most of us covered. Listen, um, we've all got commitments. Amanda, thank you very much. We've uh, taken you way, way beyond uh, the 45 minutes to an hour we said we we're going to do. Thank you very much. Let people know ha- uh, how they can follow you and see you. You jumping on and off various different podcasts, but uh, <laughs> mostly it's Twitter these days, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Uh, Twitter. Well, I don't even know what I am. Uh, Goonagirl1969, I forget what I am, to be honest. Um, Instagram. Listen, if you want to follow me on Twitter, all I do is talk about Arsenal, be sarcastic and funny and loving to everyone. Um, Thank you so much for inviting me on. I've really enjoyed it. It's lovely talking to you, too. You know, you're...
1: Huh? I've enjoyed it, too. It's an hour and 11 minutes. It's just flying. Oh, my
2: God. It just flies, doesn't it? It's Hilsey, I'm blaming him.
0: Well, of course it flies. When when my lovely hilsey Of course it flies, princess. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably asleep for 25 it's minutes. It's so interesting. It. And we talk- I just, uh, do you know what? I just got put off my me, me, me stride there a little bit because I saw that comment there from from James Johnston, 91, Ferguson. We lose quite a few players, don't we, look? You know? You know, Wow. Uh, yeah, we
1: don't lose La No, but, not La Oh, yeah, he's Belgian. Yeah. Thank you, James. Thank you. Yeah. Well done, he's James. He's from
2: Belgique. Um, yeah. So, thank you so much, everybody. It's been lovely. Really nice. I do enjoy podcasting. I've missed everybody. And thank you so much for having me on. And I will be back soon if you'll have me back.
1: And apparently, Trev, you're a thorn between two roses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a thorn between two Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... Um... I just seen a point from Andy Fink there that Andy Fink's a good lad. He always I don't know Andy Fink very well, but we always have a quick chat and say hello at the uh, at the Emirates Stadium. And, and he put a picture on this week. I think it was with his niece or his daughter. One of them, I'm sorry I don't know that, Andy. But he put a picture on Facebook this week and he had the biggest uh, filter on you've ever seen. And I said to him, Andy, I think you've been ironed since I saw you last night, you know. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs>
1: He, he didn't off. have dark hair as well, did he? In a, I, in love the, I love the fact that you called beard. out
2: someone who watches the show and said that. I think you've been brilliant, right. Andy. <laughs> the filter. <laughs> right, I've got to go. Thank you, everyone. It's been fantastic. Right. I love Thanks you. Both. You have been.
1: You yeah. have been watching the Guns and Yellow Roses podcast. Oh, by, we're all going. Uh, Guns and Yellow Roses, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Thanks very much. Enjoy the show.
0: You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal
1: fans. and this is live. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter
0: at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us soon.